0: what's up and welcome to shop sounds a woodworking podcast about nothing with myself nick key of key woodworks jason hibbs of bourbon moth and keith johnson better known as kj sawdust all three of us are on youtube
1: instagram and tiktok all right folks this episode is yet again sponsored by the insatiable folks at bits and bits You are the wind beneath our wings and our spiral cutter heads. And in case you missed their expose on Mori Povich last week, Bits and Bits takes the great quality of Whiteside router bits and CNC bits, which are made right here atop the Purple Mountain's majesty and gently caramelizes them with their own special Astra coating to make them strong like bull. And this sweet and sugary coating not only tastes great sprinkled on your crème brûlée, but it also allows for higher speeds and feed rates and extends the life of the bit by up to three times. Oh, and Bits and Bits, Bits and Bits, Bits and Bits also (laughs) make their very own CNC bits because... This is America, people, and that's just what we do. And those CNC bits Mm -hmm. are for metal, wood, plastics, and foam, and include one-eighth, one-quarter, and half-inch trunks when you really need some muscle behind it. And in case you've been perusing adult content on the internet instead of the Bits & Bits website, they are also a fully lined Festool dealer. And from what I can see, those Germans have been pretty busy during quarantine producing quite a few new tools for people to complain about the price and availability of. So go check out all <laughs> of Bits & Bits' offerings at bitsbits.com and use coupon code MORSELS15 to save 15% off your next order of router and or CNC bits. Mm.
2: Wow. That's that's solid advice right there. Yeah.
1: Probably the best advice I've ever given. So make <laughs> write <laughs> well, that down.
2: I got some other great advice, and that is if you're not one of our beloved patrons and you would like to sign up, you can do so at patreoncom podcast And speaking of which, We've got some new patrons. Every week, you guys are just like, man, more and more. It's crazy. Bringing the, the heat. The support from this, this listening community is just Loving it. fabulous. So here's the new patrons.
1: We've got Claude Bellinger. <laughs> I yeah. think it's Belanger. Yes. It might be French or Belanger. <laughs> <But>.
2: Claude Belanger. <laughs> and then we've got Chris Wilson, Connor mckissick yeah. tony mccormick mm. those are two mix right in a row oh boy here we go greg greg uh. <laughs> i
1: think that's an i not an l yeah la felice is it an i or an l la, uh, Do you have a capital i or is it it's an l oh it's a lowercase it's l, an l. Yep. why would you lowercase last name I, yeah, <laughs> I'm not
2: sure. Why are you trying to mess me up? We got Gregory. Anyways, Gregory La La Felice Naveda, <laughs> and then <laughs> we've got Duke Sailor. Hi, uh, Captain Craig. Craig Klingschmidt. <laughs> Klingschmidt. Yeah. Uh, M- Mike P Kennedy. Ooh, and then we've got a few new top tier patrons. Ooh, this person. I don't know. They, they're allowed to do this. this. is two people on one top tier.
1: Mm.
2: <laughs> it's a loophole. Cool. That is a loophole. Tony and Don. Had to team up. From, from Canada. Are we just saying where people are from now instead of like their Instagram <laughs> handle?
0: They didn't give me a
2: handle. <laughs> Tony and Don. Earth. <laughs> oh, then we've man. got
1: Arman Asante. No, that's Arman... Johansson. Johansson, come yeah. on, man, my Scandinavian brother, Johansson. Oh,
2: Johansson. Way too
1: many consonants that are necessary, but that's how we like it.
2: <laughs> Arman Johansson from Iceland. Right. Hey, that's right. I was in Iceland once. I had a layover there. It was the airport was nice. Reykjavik. And yes. And then we've got some returning top tier patrons. We've got Chris Nioké. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Corey Miller, Andreas Wenmier at Jurassic.cc. We've got Robert Trowbridge at Retrobridge, Cody Walters at Cody Walters underscore DP. That man likes his Dr. Pepper. <laughs> We've got Aaron Maccabee at Maccabee Designs, Michael Radabaugh at Rodacor Restoration. That's not on Instagram. He just wants you to know what he's about. Chris Jacobson at Hiram Woodworking. Johan Reich. No. No. Yono Reich. There you go. See, I I was hung up on the other... (laughs) Anyways, uh, and he's at Yono28. Jordan Ward at Lost Angler... Lost underscore Angler underscore Designs. Davin Ohms at Ohms Bros Photography. Ben Fuller at August underscore trails underscore design. Nicholas Fairfield, <laughs> Fairfield Wood Works with an X. Michael Olson at Olson 2181 MJ, not Mike, Perhoroff at Pioneer Home Repair. Also a wonderful employee of our favorite company, Bits and Bits. Mm-hmm. Alex Johnson at Johnson Works. And Nick Leonard at Stated Woods Co.,
1: Ooh. Wow,
2: That was a lot. And if you enjoyed listening to me stumble over those names, and you have a weird name that people can't pronounce, go ahead and sign up for Patreon, and I'll stumble over your name next time. Right?
0: Or just sign up with a bogus name. Yeah, <laughs> sign up with a fake name.
2: Somebody did that once, and I read it oh, wrong. Oh, you sure did. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't, Actually, even, didn't even register. We just skipped Actually, over it.
0: <laughs> no, somebody, somebody put a pretty terrible name that we didn't even... Didn't even didn't even hear it, yeah. And you read it perfectly, oh. But looking back, it's pretty bad.
2: Oh man. Well, it's a good thing I didn't see my. <laughs> my I have such a clean and pure <laughs> mind. I don't even I don't even pick up on that stuff. You know what I mean? Just yeah. glad the sensors it's didn't pick, pick it look up. Back. Yeah. You no,
0: know, I didn't. E- didn't even cross my mind.
2: Speaking of sensors, I listened to last week's episode, and you missed a bleep. So I a, did miss oh, one. An yeah. Apology to all of our listeners.
0: I fired myself right after I heard it.
2: <laughs> Nick is supposed to bleep out all the swear words, but he oh. missed one.
1: <laughs> so, uh,
0: Clip it. What? Oh, it. What? <laughs> oh. what, what, right what? that timestamp now. What's, what's funnier
1: about that is I don't think I've ever even heard you. I've spent a decent amount of time with you. I don't think I've ever heard you drop an F-bomb. <laughs> hey, that's not what i said oh man and that oh, was it was a beep. that was emphatic oh. love it cheers no, i literally beep. I, think, I literally said beep i think it's that bourbon and cream soda that you're drinking over there it's going getting yeah, right to your true. head mm, it is
2: delicious <laughs> so what is what is going on in the world of of nick and keith man what's up oh man fire KJ, away nick well
1: all right you want me oh, you okay. want you I was gonna ask you about these chamfer planes, how the how the video's doing. Yeah. Um Hey Nick. Yeah.
2: Watched your video,
1: buddy. Did you
2: really? Yeah, I wow. did.
1: Wow.
0: Wow. You must yeah. have had a lot of downtime today.
2: <laughs> um, I actually watched it last night. <laughs> he but was mowing I, the lawn. How many how many Makita fans are really mad at you for that jab uh, Makita?
0: So far, about four or five. Um I'm, hmm. I'm hoping there's a lot more. So all of them. All of them. All of
2: them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but I thought you said it. Th- I thought you
1: said Dewalt was the knockoff of Makita.
0: No, I said Makita was the knockoff from
2: Dewalt, hmm. which I disagree with. I like Makita.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. Come to find out, I think uh, Dewalt is the knockoff from something else, isn't it?
1: Black uh, and Decker aren't
0: are they owned by some? Well, I don't know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know, all these companies, the, the, if they there's actually a flow chart out there that you can look and see what right. company owns which one and how they're all in bed together. Well, that goes back to TTI. Black
2: & Decker like used to yeah. be like the brand, but then I think they got right. bought by somebody and they just kind of went in the down the tube.
0: I remember having a Black & Decker like, uh, what are those, dustbusters. Like Oh, yeah. You know how every... Every household in America in, like, the early 90s had a Dustbuster, like, mm. in some room of the house that had a charging port. Yeah. O- ours was a
1: Black & Decker. Dude, I yeah. have a Dustbuster. Do you really? Still, yes, to this it's, day? Yeah, well, it's not a Black & Decker, but yeah, we, we, we recently no bought it. no way to talk about
2: your wife. It is. That-
1: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> but I'm the glad to hear <laughs> that, that, that she's not a Black & Decker. <laughs> it's got a lot more power than the old Black & Decker's. Yeah, we just use it to... Uh, Get the, the kitty litter up that gets sprinkled kind of around. I was the room. gonna
2: say all the people I knew growing up that had Dustbusters were cat people.
1: Mm.
0: Oh
2: yeah. And they always had them hanging on the wall right over by the litter box.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh that's funny. <laughs> so, oh we didn't have a... cats.
2: Um,
1: they do come in handy. They buster. definitely come oh. in handy. The only black
2: and decker tool I ever owned was a black and tech decker um cordless screwdriver.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I know, you know the one. The it had the orange, drivers. the orange switch for forward yeah. or reverse.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah,
0: I know that.
1: Those were very popular in the late '90s.
0: Super popular.
1: <laughs> yeah. Were those co- were those uh, brushless? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, for sure. Thirty volt. <laughs> Thirty volt. <laughs> it lasts hey. one screw before it needs to be recharged. Hey, it was really like point three volt. Of,
2: <laughs> speaking of voltage and Mm. amps and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. I got my saw stop set up, guys. Oh, I thought you were going to. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Finally. I did. And I uh, wired it myself. Okay. I I didn't burn anything up, which is. Well, that's good. Which is good. I had to replace the 20-amp plug for a 30-amp plug.
1: Oh, you did go up. Yeah, I think that's smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: because the 5 horsepower is 19.7 amps. And so Good I thought, grief. that's a little close to 20. So I rewired in a new 30 amp one. But the problem is I want to keep my other table saw as like a dado saw. Mm-hmm. Right. And my original thought was like, oh, I can just unplug that one and plug the other one in when I need it. But the plugs uh. are completely different. So there's an electrician at my house because we we're getting our whole upstairs remodeled. And I had him come out there and look at it. And I was like, this is my idea. He said, can I just pigtail right out of this 30-amp box and create another 20-amp plug? And, you know, I'm not going to ever be using both machines at the same time. So it's just one at a time. And he's like, well, <laughs> I, I wouldn't <laughs> do that for a customer, but that's exactly what I would do in my shop at home. So,
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. So
2: I feel okay about it. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to pigtail out of that one box, create another box, and... I just can't use both at the same time. It's no big deal.
1: Right. Yeah. So, did you fire that thing up, make some cuts?
2: I did. It's weird though, because I know that it has the technology in there that it's not going to cut your finger off. Mm-hmm. But it's like, <laughs> how do you know it's working? You know, mm. you're just trusting it. <laughs> that green light tells all. Yeah. But what if that's like just some malfunction and it's not. Yeah. You know, I kind of want to stick my finger in it just to see if it works.
1: Well, I'm pretty yeah, sure it, it only have, works that one time. I'm pretty sure you'd win a lawsuit if uh, for some reason it didn't work. Since they can, uh, so it's, it's all in only, that cartridge.
2: So it's a win-win.
1: Yeah.
0: Pretty well, much. Unless you cut off your whole yeah. hand.
1: It could be a win-win-lose. Like you lose a hand, but you win the lawsuit. Right. Hey, so, if I won a, a
2: lawsuit for like $25 million, but I didn't have a hand, I'd take that.
1: Yeah, you get a bionic. Yeah, you could get a robot yeah. hand. I'd I mean, because you you're like,
2: hand. oh, but you wouldn't be able to woodwork anymore. <laughs> but I got $25 million. Yeah. Okay. I right. will hire somebody to be my hand double and I'll <laughs> shoot shoot all my videos so you can't even tell
1: and it'd be fine. Yeah, let's let's have that as plan like D, not even B or C. We'll keep that well down yeah. the line. Sorry,
2: I didn't mean to sidetrack the conversation. Let's talk about your channel. No, you're right. No, because I'm.
1: Oh. I I, I think, well, one second, because having the dado stack set up on your other table saw is a fantastic idea because I, on my old table saw, you know, the rigid, I used to swap the blades out for the dado stack, no problem, in like two seconds. And now it's like swapping out the cartridge for the dado cartridge and putting. Yeah. It's such a pain in the. It's a pain. So now it's like every time, do I really need to do this or. Do I just make five passes with the regular blade? Yeah,
2: exactly. Well, I was already right. at that point half the time anyways, because I just didn't like <laughs> switching it out. Yeah. So I knew I would never put the dado in if I didn't have a designated dado saw. And it seems like I'm always well, I'm either doing like half inch dados or three quarter dados most of the time. So chances are if I just leave it chalked up with one of those two, I only have yeah. to switch it off like a quarter leave the half. of the time. Yeah. Right. Because then, even if I do have to do three quarter, I just make two passes instead of, you know, however many passes that would be on the other side. (laughs) I can't do that math.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, for Matt. the SawStop dado cartridge, apparently they don't recommend, like, I have a full dado stack. Like, each blade is a full blade. There's not the two outer blades and then chippers in between. Oh, so it's yeah. got some serious, math. And apparently they don't recommend that because, well, it probably can't slow it down when that thing's spinning. Oh, yeah. It can't handle oh, it, so. probably, It'll probably just, just, just
2: eat through the cartridge. Yeah. Right. Uh,
1: yeah, right. Um, so. Just keep spinning. In any event. You got a good setup there. So just don't get, uh, you know, as they say, lazy over on the dado stack when you don't have the technology that might work or might not. Yeah, yeah. Anyway.
2: Well, with dados, everyone's like, oh, well, it's funny Uh, because they banned dados in the UK because they're supposedly so dangerous. And people say that. I think they're safer in the way that most things that you're putting a dado on you're not like dadoing a little piece where you're running your fingers in close between the fence and the blade. Mm-hmm. Most things yeah. you're either datoing like kind of in the middle of a piece or on the end, so you're using the miter gauge or you're using a sled. And it's so, not I, a
1: through cut, so you know your yeah, likelihood exactly. of running across the blade. But I think they're banned in Europe because because of the weight, because they're so heavy and they take so long to slow down, like because there's such mass behind it. That I guess they don't like that. Yet there's plenty of other things they do that aren't allowed here. So,
2: yeah, I don't get it. But it's annoying when I use a dado stack in a project on YouTube. I get a zillion comments. Oh yeah, yeah. Comments, same thing. Oh, this would be really nice if they were legal in my country. Can you show me how to do it without a dado stack?
1: Yeah, use a router bit, <laughs> or make ten passes right. with the saw blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, so Are you still
0: got to run a flat grind
1: on your on the
0: saw stop.
2: Yeah, probably. I I mean, I just have the saw stop blade that came with it on there right now, and it cuts fine. I mean, I've only cut like four mm-hmm. things with it, but I've heard they're not the best blades.
1: <laughs> I literally gave that away <laughs> when I sold my Rigid. I was like, "Here, you want this blade? Because <laughs> I'm never going to use it."
2: <laughs> yeah, no. I'll go. I'll go back to the Forest flat grind. I have one. I ordered one a month ago though, and it's backordered, oh, yeah. and I haven't yeah, even got it yet. So. Oh no, yeah.
1: Mm-mm. I'm actually uh, going to be working with a new blade company that uh, kind of getting into blades. They got this whole new technology and whatever. I'm just waiting for the uh, for the blades to come in to try them out. So we'll see. They're trying to enter into the cabinet and woodworking market. So they do have a flat. Hey. I think they do have a flat. I mean, which is essentially a rip blade. But I know that Forest Blades are what they call a modified uh combo blade rights so it's got the flat flat bottom but it's essentially a woodworker two modified I think they call yeah. it yeah and
2: yeah and I haven't yeah. have you found a comparable blade to that anywhere out there
1: I um haven't. I the Infinity General um Infinity Tools is it is it just called the general is an amazing blade it's super heavy duty um it's flat bottom clean. grind It is not a flat bottom grind. Well, that's what I'm asking. Have you found a comparable flat bottom
2: anywhere other than Forrest? Because
1: I've no. I think Freud the Freud is for the price is a. I think it's the Freud Fusion, Mm -hmm. um, but essentially a rip blade. Yes, I mean trying to find a flat bottom like combo blade is a little difficult. But you're mostly ripping on the table saw anyway. So. True.
2: Right. Right. I think I found Uh one other company that was selling them. But they called them a, it, they called it a box joint blade.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But it's you essentially would the, use that for that. Yeah, it's essentially the same thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, right. which can be used for cross cuts. Hey, to be to be honest, I had a, the dado stack in when I was making these drawers, and rather than like I was just saying swapping out the cartridge, I just took one because I only had two chip the two outside blades, and I just took one, and for three days I was cutting with that dado stack single blade. And it worked fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's how That's I would lazy. do. I've,
2: hey, I have in the past been using my dado stack to cut like um, dados in plywood for cabinets, and then I needed to rip down a small piece of plywood, and I just ripped it down <laughs> went with all the way my, through <laughs> my dado stack and just carved out like a nice three quarter inch chunk down the entire middle. Yeah, because I was big old too channel. lazy to switch it out.
1: Yep, I've done that too. Did <laughs> that. <laughs> so. It
2: makes a huge mess, but... Oh, yeah, it's a snowstorm. Mm Mm-hmm. But it saved me a good five minutes.
0: Oh, (laughs) right.
1: That's solid. (laughs) Yeah, Nick, let's talk about these chamfer planes, uh, this video. So you compared... uh, So I sent you the Woodpeckers one, the Easy... What is it called? The Easy Edge 50 or CR... What do they call it? The Easy
0: Edge CR50, I think, is what they have it modeled as. Yeah. It was It's so nice, but apparently it's a one-time tool. They retired last year, which both of us, we thought it was in their regular lineup, right?
1: Yeah, I did. I
0: did think that. Um, Unless I found a different page that wasn't correct, I thought.
1: It'll come back. I thought it was like, yeah, I mean. I mean, depending on how well it did, and I don't know how well it did in sales, but usually anything that does well, they bring back. They bring it out of retirement.
2: They just brought back their stop blocks. Yeah, and the, in the uh, setup bevel, setup blocks, bevel gauges.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if anybody sees my video, they'll maybe not bring it back because <laughs> I didn't recommend it. <laughs> I mean, it is awesome, awesome plane. I mean, Woodpecker's makes crazy good tools, but for $150, if like a little bit of concentration and sharpening the blade on the $15 one, I could make this exact same cut. Mm. but it just Mm -hmm. took a lot more concentration and really making sure that I didn't move that adjustment wheel because it was just sloppy, but they're exactly the same. But there was no
1: way to get, you took that thing apart, obviously to sharpen it, but there was no way to get in there and kind of fix that slop or put a washer in there or something. You could probably put a washer in there, but it
0: it was the tolerances are probably just enough to where a washer wouldn't fit. So Mm -hmm. you would like maybe grind down a washer so you'd have like a super small <laughs> shim to mm-hmm. make it you know fill it out but i don't know just the whole design of it was unlike the woodpeckers where the woodpeckers like keith you had it when you take it apart you have to use that 3d printed yeah right uh, like shim to like get the wheel in there because it's spring loaded yeah I think that would be the only option really to figure ah, out. Ah, okay. On the other one is to make it spring loaded. Mm. Keep tension on it. You could, yeah, to keep tension on that wheel. But I mean, like I said in the video, you get what you pay for. 15 bucks. I mean, it's it feels like a cheap tool. I mean, it's just doesn't weigh anything. It's floppy. Is it plastic? It comes, is the body plastic? No, it's 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 metal. Aluminum. I don't know what okay. what kind of metal. Yeah, it could probably be like melted down Bud
2: Light cans, for all I know, <laughs> probably probably scrap pieces of Hyundai's or something. Uh,
1: yeah, it's a trunk from a Sonata. It's a Geo Metro melted down. <laughs> yeah. whatever happened to the Geo Metro? I don't know. I've seen a couple they on the road. They just disappeared. They do still make an appearance now and again. People hold on to them. Street Cash value. Or yeah. <laughs> right, but
0: no, I in in my video I was like, you know, if If you want to pay this much for a tool and have, you know, the woodpeckers more power to you, you'll love it. But make your own uh, sled for your block plane. You Mm. know, like, it only took me an hour to make this plane. I got the design from uh, Wee over at Alabama Woodworker. Yeah. And I remember seeing he had this sled at WorkbenchCon two years ago. Uh, He did, like, a little hand tool I, it wasn't really like a class, more of like a kind of a showcase of how to do certain things with chisels and this and that. Well, I guess it was a class. Yeah. How is that not a class? But, yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. It wasn't a class. It was, class. It was just where he me. taught
2: you how to do different things with right. tools. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I was thinking
0: it was more like, of like, come watch me do this and everybody gather around, but
2: it was an actual it's More like class. an educational performance, but yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it was a show. Mm. <laughs>
2: But he he had it at
0: WorkbenchCon, and I remembered it, and I asked him, I said, hey, did you make that like one-off just on your own idea, or do you have plans for it? Did you see it somewhere? And he had uh, a sketch of it from like fine woodworking of 1985 or something like that, and he sent me just a a snapshot of that. So I built my own off of that. I just used uh, some scrap ash and walnut, and it turned out nice, and it works. Amazing. And I made it reversible so I could put my block plane in any,
2: any direction. So, so you can put, you put just, the chamfer back on? Yeah. <laughs> you, oh.
1: <laughs> it takes a little bit of glue. Wow. But yeah. <laughs> and a lot right of clamps because that thing comes off pretty yeah. curly. <laughs> a lot, a lot <laughs> of clamps. Bandy clamps. <laughs> oh, I love the bandy clamps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, lo- I love that little sled. That yep. looked really slick.
0: Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I'm going to use it on, I probably won't do it on like larger services like um, tabletops or something like that because you can't beat a palm router just ripping through yeah. it real quick. Mm-hmm. But things that like um, like decent um, cutting boards or charcuterie boards or anything like that, I think I'll do that stuff by hand. Just a little hand
1: touch, you know. Well,
2: then you can charge more. Mm. Right. It's It's all by hand. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you so. got to come up with a name for that thing. So instead of the wood pitch, the key peckers or something, or the Nick peckers, <laughs> chamfer. Oh, guide. My, my! My peckers. My.
0: <laughs> you want to see uh, my peckers?
1: Yeah, well, because you can uh, use that CNC of yours to engrave some kind of logo and then sell oh, them yeah. on Etsy. You should mm, sell those on Etsy for different uh, yeah, block I start planes. A, start a shop. <laughs> I'd probably yeah. buy one. Yeah. Yeah, put it on Instagram ads and uh, see how many how many people you can fish in like you <laughs> right. did yourself.
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm such a sucker for Instagram ads. I don't know about you guys, but.
2: I just bought uh, a pair of shoes yesterday on an Instagram ad.
0: Isn't, it's uh, crazy how targeted it is. Like, yeah. for me, I don't know what it is. Like, they they see me coming. Yeah. Like it's almost like it's listening to me, and then they'll serve me an ad and be like, I was just thinking about this.
1: Well so that's the I'm danger like, well, of PayPal too, because like PayPal, yeah. like you don't have to enter your address or credit card, it's just bang. And so Or Amazon what Pay. Yeah, right. that too. But I am sitting on an Instagram ad right now. My uh That sounds uncomfortable <laughs> pillow that I'm sitting on. My orthopedic pillow was from an Instagram ad, and it is the most comfortable thing i've ever sat on because this new chair i bought after like sitting here for editing an hour i'd have to get up and walk around it was killing me but now it's right. like sitting on a cloud 70 <laughs> five dollar cloud but i'll tell you it was it, it was worth it this thing is pretty slick it looks like uh That's you so know funny. i just had uh i came home from hemorrhoid surgery sitting on like a big donut but You're sitting it's sitting on the memory donut? foam it's it's super comfortable wow it's awesome so thank you instagram
2: Me and my wife went out to dinner the other night, and I realized walking out the door that everything I was wearing, from my hat to my sweatshirt to my shirt to my pants to my shoes, I bought on Instagram ads. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's like the only place I shop anymore because they've learned me so well. They know exactly what kind of stuff I like, what I don't like. So,
0: Yep. I mean, they got us pegged. They got us pegged. It works. That's crazy.
1: I just bought a box, like a pre-made box of cold brew coffee from an Instagram ad in my stories, like this oh wandering wand, wandering bear cold brew or whatever. You can get it on Amazon, but that's that's where I got it. But I was like, oh, that's what I need. It's got like six or nine cups of cold brew in there. I can just oh, put it in yeah. the fridge. Like a, it's <laughs> like a uh, the, the freaking box of Joe at Dunkin' Donut. It's got the little nozzle on it.
2: Oh, nice. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bought a that ad. I bought a a boot long stick. Have you seen that? It's like (laughs) it's this South it's this South African way of drying meat. So it's kind (laughs) of like it's kind of like a cut your own jerky. It's like a big piece of meat. They ship it to you. It's all dried, and then you carve off little slices with a knife. Okay, and you eat it. But it's oh, it like almost looks like rare steak on the inside, but it's jerky. It's dry. Right, right. It's cooked. You eat little slices of it. I bought that the other day on there. Was did you really? Yeah. Wow. So it's, like
1: po- it's like it's like polio string cheese, where you peel, just keep peeling off the layers. But it's yeah. meat.
2: <laughs> it's meat, and you can't peel uh, it off. It. You got to slice it, thin uh, slice it, really yeah, thin. Yeah, like prosciutto. And, yeah. Need a Jeff Fader knife though. for that. I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. I still need to send <laughs> that guy an email about my crocodile Dundee knife. Oh right, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, get on the wait list. Get in yeah. there. Yeah, for real. Oh man, that oh, sounds man. that sounds good. You're gonna need that nice up in man. your potential cabin in the woods. You're going to need uh, staples like that.
2: Uh yes, I was telling these guys before we started recording that I'm I'm looking at buying a cabin in the middle of the woods, but I just decided to do this this morning and <laughs> There's a good chance that... Wait, was this
1: an Instagram ad that you... It was buy? an Instagram oh, by, by, ad. <laughs> no, I went, in in the woods. I went and
2: played <laughs> golf this morning and I was on the golf course. And Whenever I'm golfing, I put my phone in my bag. So I'm kind of like just cut off from the world. And I got finished playing golf and I pulled my phone out and there was a text from my wife. And she's like, hey, I was randomly looking online and I found this place and I won it and it is it is awesome it's this it's very rustic like traditional it's a log cabin it's log you know built out of logs it's technically zero bedrooms because it's got a whole lower area then it's got an upper like sleeping loft it's like 800 square feet but it's on 2 acres completely surrounded by national forest it's so cool so I started the pre-approval process for a loan, and if that goes well, I don't know. I might make an offer. I might not. I might chicken out at the last second. <laughs> like I said, I decided this morning, so. I uh, got that. Yeah, imp- uh, I usually impulse buy. Yeah. Yeah, Ca- I bought a house yesterday.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just over breakfast. The thing is,
2: it's in, a, it's in a prime location for being a, like an Airbnb. Uh, Basically, oh. right at the base of Mount Bachelor, which is a huge ski resort that's open year round, so we'd have no problem r- renting it out. You can yeah. ski year round over there at Mount Bachelor, yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know that. I think so. <laughs> Maybe don't quote me on that. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Too late. No, no, no. You know what printing. I think it is. I think their their slogan is "You can ski 360 degrees off of the summit." That's di- that's different than Wait, that's different 360 than three hundred and sixty-five days. days in the year. Yeah. <laughs> Mount Hood you can ski year round, but anyways. Oh. Okay. No, I know that you can't ski year around because I remember in the summertime it's open, but they use the ski lifts and you can go up with your mountain bike and then you mountain bike down the, the ski slopes. So, all right. uh, technically, oh. you can go up there year round and do yeah, something. It's open do for something. activities all year round. Yes. Yes. Right. That's right. Yeah.
1: All right. I got you. Very cool. Right. Well, once I'm living posted. over there in
2: my cabin, I'll learn all this. All right. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. You and
2: Grizzly we Adams. We'll get the details later. Yeah. Semantics now. <laughs> yeah. I want to get the grizzly details now because if there's grizzlies around, I want to know about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Like if they have any bandsaws or planers. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're, all, they're all on back order. Right. <laughs> uh, did you guys see that I actually finished those uh,
2: side tables? Yeah. yeah. You seem to do those pretty quick too. Yeah. yeah.
0: I actually had a lot of time pop up randomly and I had even more time because I didn't film a bit
2: of it. Uh, Were they off kilter like leaning towards the couch? <laughs> no, it's so weird. It <laughs> just looked that way in the photo?
0: Yeah, my, like, I, I took all those photos with my iPhone, and for whatever reason, every time I take a photo of it, it looked like the angle made the table lean, but both of the legs have oh, the same see,
2: splay. I thought you just designed it so that it would be, like, sit closer like, to each end of the couch. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> looked up. like that
0: on the photos, but they're, I mean, they're as straight as can be, you know, both sides even. Weird. And super weird. I couldn't correct
1: it. I was like, this looks
0: very odd,
1: but...
2: Yeah, I built a three-legged coffee table a couple weeks oh, ago.
1: Three-legged furniture is—you can't. They all look it's like the best. It's, it's tipping over, or just well, like yeah, bouncing it's impossible. On one to, leg.
2: It's impossible to take a photo of it because it—you yeah. Yeah. can't do it without it either looking like it only has one leg, or, or it's completely <laughs> off center from the base yeah. to the top. I, it was horrible. <laughs> so, that's all I have to say about
1: that. Your yep. parents are happy now. They have the matching oh, set yeah. of uh, end tables yep, their and coffee set table. Done.
0: Yep, so their whole living room is now completely white oak and looking mm. good. All new furniture, everything. It's nice, real nice. But they decided to not do their addition this year. They're going to wait until lumber prices <laughs> lumber decide <laughs> to come back down to yeah. earth because
2: good grief. Anybody who builds this year or tries to buy a property this year is just dumb. My brother's building right now.
1: <laughs> oh, you mean, you mean like a cabin in the woods? Not, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's actually,
0: he's building a, a building on the back of his property, and he's actually, the, my parents actually, I was t- talking to him tonight, and they said that he is saving money because his contractor is actually getting leftover materials off of some of his other jobs, mm. job sites. So he's basically buying the scraps from these, you know, <laughs> larger projects
2: that have overbought. Hey, I'm Uh, saving uh, a little bit of money. This reminds me that I had somebody trying to find the tech, the DM right now, but I'm not going to be able to, because I know it's going to be buried. Somebody DM'd me and it was in my like, you know, auxiliary folder, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Right. And I happened to (laughs) click on it and I responded to him and he listens to the podcast and he was like, whoa, you actually responded to a DM. (laughs) And I said like, haha, yeah, every once in a while. And then he asked a question about... (laughs) I can't find him so i'm sorry buddy i was going to shout you out on the podcast but his question was how do you deal with um like presenting the increase in price of lumber to clients yeah. and like them not wanting to pay extra because lumber's going up and i said i'd bring it up on the podcast and we could talk about it so
0: oh perfect it's a
2: little what? different for me because I don't. I'm not doing much client stuff, but maybe you guys have something to say about it.
1: I have yeah, seen. I, go ahead, Nick.
0: I was just going to say that I I don't think it's really affected me any because of everything that I've done, or quoted, or will quote is really hardwood, and I haven't seen much increase in hardwood in my area. I don't know about you guys, but I mean hardwood was expensive to start with, and I think most of the the mills and uh, suppliers in my area have had stock and aren't running out and they're mm-hmm. not really jacking up the price because you know there's not a run on it so there's no reason to push it up anymore so i don't i don't think it really affects us much if you're doing hardwood if you're building like rustic cabins in the wood and bend <laughs> then maybe <laughs> like you might have to increase your prices but
2: i don't know i've seen hardwood construction I've seen hardwood go up with it. You though. have? Yeah. I mean, I mean, not as drastic as uh, construction stuff, but I feel like I mean, they're everything just, in at least locally, it seems like they're just capitalizing on, oh, everything else is going up or we'll go up too.
1: Yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen it. Because like, I, I recently bought three sheets of walnut plywood and I called them because I had a price sheet from like two years ago. It was the exact same oh, price solid. as it was. Didn't even go up. Oh. Um, so, and I bought some, you know, hardwood. I always, most of the time, I don't buy that retail. I buy it, find people on Facebook Marketplace that have some, and I just buy it there. Yeah. So it's always cheaper than retail. I mean, I do have to get retail sometimes, but I, I haven't had to increase prices on any quotes or anything based on materials that I'm buying. Right, yeah. So if you're buying, like Jason said, if you're buying two by fours and making whatever furniture you make out of two by fours, then yeah, there's there's a <laughs> intri- <laughs> That's like a real subtle dig from KJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, then see now you can now you can buy a hardwood and it's cheaper. And yeah, now you can upgrade now.
0: upgrade yeah. for now cheaper. Now is the time to jump. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, I.
2: I said I'm not doing a lot of client stuff anymore, but I do have a few pieces that are client pieces that I said yes to almost two years ago at this point. So they've been on my to-do list, but they haven't been ready for them because they've been working on building the house that these are going to go into. And so finally I'm getting ready to... I did one, which is the three-legged coffee table, and then I have two more pieces. They have to be done by August, so I'm just kind of slow rolling it. But all that being said... When I quoted the price, I probably would have increased the price with lumber prices the way they are now. But I don't Mm -hmm. feel like, since I already gave them a price, they already paid the deposit for them. I can't really go back and be like, hey, I got to charge you more now. Plus, I'm making money on top of that because I'm going to do content on it. So it's
1: kind
2: of a a wash at that point.
1: And I like what I'm having trouble getting... And well everybody else is. I mean, I'm not a cabinet maker really, but is slides. Like Bloom Slides is a national shortage. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. And a buddy of mine is a who is a cabinet maker, but he buys a lot of factory made cabinets um, and installs them. And he just got an email two days ago from one of his suppliers that says, Uh sorry, we basically don't have any plywood, so we can downgrade all of your orders to melamine or oh. you can just Wait until we get plywood. Wow. So that's pretty, pretty crappy. Yeah. That's
2: crazy. Can you imagine? But I guess the, I mean, you just have to convey it to your customers in a way that, I mean, it's not your fault. Right. You didn't increase lumber prices. You didn't cause shortages. And so you just have to be able to convey it to your customer in a way that's like, hey, this is just how it is.
1: Right. And here are the options. Yeah, and yeah. if
2: those aren't okay, then maybe now's not the not the time. Which is hard when you're a small business owner and you're trying to just get sales and make money. So, but right, I don't know what else you're gonna do. Mm. There's
0: nothing else you can do. Hmm.
2: All right. Well. Wow.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, nothing you can do.
1: Well. <laughs> All right. What are you gonna That's do? Some sound My advice. And well, there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Can't change the weather.
2: Mm. Oh boy. Well, Keith, do we want to do we want to tell people what's what's Yeah, let's
1: let's fire up let's, on the uh, horizon? breaking news. So Okay. Jason is flying out to my shop next Friday, right? A week from today. Week from flying today. Flying out to stay at Hotel Janssen for a week plus while we build an outdoor bench for a previous guest that you may remember, Neil Patrick Harris, who lives out <laughs> on the far, almost the very far tip of Long Island. Uh, so he has a tree on his property that they want to build a bench, complete, a 360 degree bench around. And he has employed Jason and I to fulfill but this, he doesn't task. have a bathroom, does he? He, <laughs> I kind of want to post that video now, just as like a <laughs> teaser. I guess I could. Yeah, um, he totally could. So I was out at his house, I guess, two weeks ago, taking some measurements of the trees and or the tree, and uh, Jason did the design and SketchUp. Thank goodness, because I couldn't have done that. No, and I think man, I, I think we got something. Oh, you nailed it. So now I have to. uh. We're gonna do this out of Sapile Sapile whatever you want to say, and so I gotta go find some of that, and yes, yeah, so it's gonna be a week week plus of just hopefully we can really. Hit the ground run in the first few days and then golf the rest of the time you're here. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my plan. The plan. I want to get some, I mean, the furniture,
2: building a piece for Neil Patrick Harris, whatever. I mean, I'll take that or leave it. I just want to go play some golf. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I will say, man, my heart has not been as joyful in a long time as it was when we got the news. So originally, Neil wanted this thing painted. Mm.
0: Oh, really?
2: And we didn't know that going into this. Not that we would have said no, but it just, I scheduled a little over a week to be out at Keith's shop and to build this thing, which is already a big, kind of complex piece as far as, you know, the size of it. To then paint it on top of that. (laughs) We were thinking like, man, we're going to have to get this thing built by like Wednesday so we can spend the rest of the, half of the time I'm there just painting it. Mm -hmm. And then we sent him the design and he I don't know, was it before I sent the designer? He mentioned, hey, I was talking to my husband David and think we're okay with just natural wood. And boy, right. I was so <laughs> stoked on that. Because with Cepele, since it does so well outside, we're not even gonna finish it. We're just gonna let it gray out oh, really? over time and yeah. yeah. Oh, that's let awesome. it naturally
1: gray. That way it'll match their cedar shake sink shingles on the house, which are currently graying. Um Oh yeah. So I think it's a fantastic idea, yeah oh, that's, so gonna, that's awesome. gonna
2: that's gonna allow us to go play the golf, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but it should be fun Neil will um he will appear in the YouTube videos, so stay tuned for that um so yeah, it should be a really really good time. It'll be fun to see him a little bit and hang out and I'm really excited to see Keith. I told Keith I that's amazing I mean I'm gonna be there for like nine or ten days. He's probably going wow. Sick of me by the end of this.
0: Yeah, that's like seven days too long.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, we'll see, uh, see how the cats do with Jason. Yeah. I'm sure they'll, uh, or how you do with the cats with your little allergies there.
2: Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll I be I'll fine. I'll just, just wear all my COVID gear and stay six, <laughs> six feet away <laughs> from them. So. Yeah. yeah,
1: they're not really into that.
2: Oh, okay. but we'll make it it's work. It's funny how I mean I'm allergic to cats, but not terribly. I mean, I can I can be in a house with cats and be fine. It's like if I rub a you cat die. on my eyeballs, then they they get all okay. puffy and red and my nose gets runny. But okay. Cats have this way of knowing that about me. So whenever I go to anyone's house with cats, oh, they always yeah. like want to sit in my lap or one time I was at someone's house and the cat just wanted to like curl up on top of my head. So I well, won't here's be, the deal. I won't be surprised. These
1: these cats, both of them, like in the we've owned them for a year and a half. They have sat on our laps zero times. Uh, that we had one guest here. Lindsey's uh, father was here, and Jerry sat on his lap. That's the only person I've ever seen them sit on a lap. So my huh. guess is, yeah, they're gonna be all over you because they won't come near <laughs> us like that. You're gonna walk in, and they're gonna be all over you. So it's gonna be funny. It's gonna be funny how they interact with you. British they're very meat. curious but so that's uh yeah that's coming right up so I've been trying to bang out these other two projects that I have going which is this walnut credenza and this fireplace mantle which is kind of on hold because I haven't been able to get to the tile store to pick the tile I had the tile guy out and we figured out a plan and I just needed to, I need to pick tile and then so he can come out we can do the layout and start putting the tile on but I just haven't had the time. I spent the last, I swear it's been four, four to five days to build five, (laughs) four walnut drawers for this credenza. (laughs) But it was because I was doing a video on it and doing like all these different methods on how to do it. And it just turned into just like every one of my things just never ends. Um, (laughs) And Nick here helped me with the thumbnail. So that video drops tomorrow morning at the same time that this podcast drops, 7 a.m., my YouTube video will be live on how to build cabinet drawers and level them up with spicy little cool details like brass pins and brass bars. Mm, yeah, so
0: they look it, really uh, good.
1: Thanks. Yeah, I'm uh, I had to decide because I made four different ones, I had to decide I only needed three, so one had we to did be five. Ca- well, the pocket holes wasn't a full drawer. It was just two faces. Oh, that was just a two side <laughs> <laughs> You cheated. Uh, it's okay. an L. <laughs> uh, I knew you wouldn't use pocket holes. Oh, not a walnut. <laughs> well, I mean, I would, but not. I'm not going to make a full drawer out of walnut for, for pocket oh, that's holes. That's amazing. Did uh, you
0: notice, by the way, that I... Actually, I just checked. I, I was looking th- uh, this morning at the thumbnail I made for you. The pocket hole... Doesn't make any sense. I know
1: it does. I know <laughs> <laughs> because it would go right through the front of the drawer. Right. Yeah, the, no, I know. The
0: screw is like maybe like a like a quarter <laughs> a of quarter an inch from <laughs> the
1: edge. <laughs> Oops! <laughs> but people will yeah, get the idea. It didn't,
0: didn't even occur to me. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh,
1: I saw it after. I said, "Oh, I'm sure p- some people will pick that up," but you don't stare like you said. You're oh, not zooming thumbnail. in or staring at the thumbnail yeah. that long. Right. Um, yeah. So, but that's, this is my longest, for four drawers, not even a furniture build. It's my longest video. It's like 34 minutes. Ridiculous. So. Wow. We'll watch it go down in flames. That's okay. It'll be fine. That's okay. Dude, all my videos are
2: that long and they do, I mean. Amazing. They're fine. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're you. Yeah. Apparently mine
0: need to be three times longer.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's it. You need to just talk slower. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I used slow. to, I mean,
2: <laughs> people used to tell me when I was first starting on YouTube that there's like this target window, like you want to be between eight and like 12 minute max, like right mm-hmm. in there. There's just no way. I talk way too much and make too many stupid jokes. There's no way I could do an eight minute YouTube video. Yeah. Right. Unless it was like how to chop a piece of wood with the miter saw. Maybe I could do an eight minute video on that. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: How long do you think my, uh, my, my chamfer plane video was?
2: 12 minutes, was, 46 seconds. It was eight minutes.
1: I was oh, going to okay. say that was probably in the eight-minute range. Yeah. <laughs> Felt yeah. like an
2: eternity, but yeah. <laughs> no. See, no. now you need to do a video on how
1: to build the um, whatever. The, the sled. Key, the the key pecker sled, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I should do a, a video on that.
1: Because that's yeah, a I cool little do... project.
2: Yeah, I'm telling you though, bad. but you you do it in a way that it's like this is how you build your own mock woodpecker sled, and you say like you build your own mypecker sled. That's the goal. <laughs> right. Name.
0: First, buy buy a block plane that's just as much as the woodpeckers.
1: Yeah, so oh, get right. you a
0: Lee Nielsen.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you need a hundred and sixty-five dollar Lee Nielsen plane right. to put to sandwich a chunk expensive of wood
0: than the woodpecker's easy edge.
1: Mm. <laughs> but it has other functions right. it does it other doesn't things. do just
0: one thing right yeah yeah yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right uh but other than that jason i'm just trying to get this uh shop cleaned up for you so i got uh some of you may see in my stories i recently bought the harvey woodworking gyro air 700 dust processor oh you did pick that up i did i was it was the the Laguna three horsepower I had was just so loud and it's so big and that Harvey is just, number one, it's amazing, but it, you know, it's only two horsepower, but that's okay. Um, you know, it sits lower. I'm going to be able to put like a bench top on top of it. That whole corner oh, where nice. the Laguna was freed up all that space. Now we have wall space for clamps and it's, it's just been a delight. Um, the only Oh, you already thing, have it. Oh yeah. It's fired up. Oh, really? And the Laguna, my buddy Derek from Malden is coming tomorrow morning to pick up the Laguna. So that will be out of the shop. And So how do you uh, go about
2: advertising to sell something that you're not too fond of? What's your approach?
1: (laughs) Well, it's funny you should say because... (laughs) Low low miles. uh, I'm... (laughs) I mentioned that in one of my stories that I was getting rid of it. And then I got a DM from Derek saying, hey, are you selling your dust collector? Or I don't even remember where, I, but I must've been an Instagram story. I said, yeah, you are you looking for one? He goes, yeah, I need one for, you know, down with, for the CNC. And, and I ran down the whole list of what's wrong with it. And he's like, boy, you're a really good salesman. <laughs> I was like, I just, I, this is why I don't like selling to people that I know. I just want you to be aware upfront of why I don't like it and what's wrong with it. Which the biggest thing is that it's, just loud and ever since i replaced the motor there's just a it's like a slight ping in the impeller so i don't know if when i pulled the motor huh. out and put it back in i might have tweaked one of the little fans or whatever i i don't know but i i said i just want you to be aware of everything that's wrong with it or oh, those are the only two things really um so and he's fine with it so huh. it's out and i did have other buy because i had posted it on facebook marketplace and i had a, a few other bites that. It's like, is I'll come available? pick it up tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> is this still available? Yeah. Um, so the only thing that I don't like about the Harvey is I waited this long to get it. Uh, that thing is just awesome.
0: Yeah, okay. I think you and uh, Jason Bent have one. Yep, Jason um, Bent has one. I, I think one. that's the only other people I've ever seen with it. There like it's so a few it's,
1: others. Yeah, go ahead. It's Do all on the floor, though. The... What? It's all what? <laughs> <laughs> I said it's all
0: <laughs> it's all on the floor, like there's no nothing standing
1: up, right, yeah, it's like three feet off the ground, a little yeah. less, um you know the capacity is a little bit less, it's like thirty two gallon, but it's got a main basket, and then right next to it for finer particulates, and to me, I think those two combined equal what fit in the the laguna uh okay. canister, so and you know with my joiner planer. With that helical head, like the shavings that come off of that, are they're not like fluffy shavings like would come off a Dewalt planer. So they're oh, yeah. they compact, like they really smush down. So you get a lot more capacity out of those bags. Oh, I've only nice. had to empty it once. I've had it for two, two and a half weeks. I think. Wow. So do they only make the? Is it just
2: one size, or do they make bigger units for bigger? They shops? make a
1: industrial size unit that's like seven thousand oh. dollars. It's Ooh. like a giant tank like (laughs) that's the one just um, just like yeah that's the one you need
2: i need (laughs) a new dust collection system so bad when i was hooking up my saw stop it almost pained me to hook back up the ports i had on my old table saw it's just i threw it together just as this temporary thing to get by until i could do it you know the right way that was it's been that way six years ago
1: right so i just got off the phone today because i'm i'm spending the money i'm getting Nordfab ducting because i really don't need that much but i know it's going to be a few thousand bucks but i don't care like i was on the phone with the engineer today They're like we'll go over everything we'll make sure the static pressure is right there's going to be no air loss i'm like yes that's the what what static pressure no air loss like, I want this thing, because it's only two horsepower, but so I can tell you this.
2: that's similar to my
1: duct tape PVC, right? Very, <laughs> right. Ex- exactly the same. Yeah. Okay, it's a, right. really a knockoff of that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, I had it hooked up to my, I've noticed that the dust collection on my saw stop is a lot better with this machine. and. I was cutting the other day. I'm like, crap! What? Now I'm getting no dust collection. Maybe it's clogged. I look. The suction was so much it had pulled the hose right off the back of the saw stop. It sucked it right off. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm very excited to get real ducting in there with blast gates and some some drops to these tools and have a you know a good system. Yeah. So the, uh, the other bad thing about it, if you want to call it bad, is it does take like 15 seconds to fire up to full speed. Oh. So once you turn it on, you know, to rev up to 75 hertz or whatever the maximum, um, but you can adjust it as well from max at 75 and down to 40. So if you don't need a lot of suction for something, you can back it down. So it's a little quieter. Oh. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Um, But yeah, that 15 seconds, I'm like, you know what? Because I'm always in a rush, it actually forces me to slow down a little bit and think before I make a quick cut here or okay. screw something up. I say You're that now in a, in a month. I'm, yeah, that's right. what I'm trying. Right, right.
0: Now, asking for a friend, why would you actually turn down the CFM?
1: So the same reason as you can turn it down on a dust collector, like on your festival dust collector. <laughs> that's really so. My friend still wants but, to know why. Well, like I just why said, you- it can be quite, if you don't need that much. And you don't want the vol- the noise coming off that thing. I mean, it is the yeah. quietest one I've ever heard, but if you want to, you know, maybe you're like me and you're in the garage next to the house and you just want to turn that noise down you don't need all that CFM. For me, I'm cranking that thing up all the time.
0: Okay. So people, my friend
1: still wants to know- Your friend's a jerk. Is there any- Shut up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is, is there a, like, a, like a benefit for turning it down though? Like
2: noise, he just said. Noise.
0: But did that other than noise, like well, with a dust collector, noise.
2: like your fest tool dust collector or your Merker or whatever, um, if you're sanding, sometimes it's helpful to turn down the dust collection oh, because yeah. the suction on the fest is actually so strong that it can force too much pressure onto the surface that you're sanding on. Okay. So turning yeah. that down can actually improve your sanding quality.
0: Oh, mm hmm. Okay, I'll let my friend know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's got so much suction coming out of those Festool dust extractors. Even if you turn it down halfway, you're still going to get just as good a dust removal when you're sanding.
0: Right. Oh, That's interesting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because I know that with my Rotex, if it's turned up all the way, I mean, I have to like physically pull up a little bit to like (laughs) unsuction it. Yeah. Huh.
1: And the problem with that is that saw if it doesn't get sawdust and it gets in between the pad and the wood, that's where you're going to get a ton of swirl marks. So, a lot of times, that's a cure for that oh, is backing yeah, yeah. off the vacuum and the suction to let that sander okay. float like it needs to. Uh huh.
0: It's interesting because I've always been, oh, wait, my friend has always been mm. the one to turn it to 11 because it goes <laughs> right. to 11.
1: Yeah. Well, huh. you, that's th- naturally what you'd think like more suction right. is better.
0: That's but interesting.: More so okay. to let him know.
1: What I've never understood with those festival dust collectors is it should, once you turn the tool off, it should stay on for like five seconds to yeah. clear the line. Yeah. Like I used to have one it was a different brand. I don't know what it was, but that's what it stayed on for like eight seconds, because every time now I, if I unplug the hose from the vacuum, like sawdust just pours out all over the place because it didn't clear the whole hose.: yeah. They don't <laughs> stay on. No, it shuts as soon as you shut the sander off it powers down with it. Oh, mm-hmm. really?
2: Yeah.
0: The murka stays on a little bit longer.
1: Okay. Well, good well, for hopefully. the murka.
0: Yeah, hey, big, while we
2: while we're talking about stuff staying on and wait for things to start up, I will say that is one thing I am loving about the saw stop is how quick the blade stops. Oh, it stops. I know. After you yeah. shut it off. Huh. Cuz on my grizzly saw I would get so sick of waiting for that blade to stop spinning. I'd usually take the push stick and like sti- oh, nice. <laughs> stick it. No, not like in the blade, but if you, know, yeah. you stick it against the side of the blade where there's no teeth, then I'd like yeah. just oh. force it to stop spinning. I do that all the time because I don't want to stand there and wait. But with the saw stop, it just, zoop, just stops. I was yeah. thinking you just it's jam saw- your stick right in there. It stops. It's. <laughs> oh. I get it now. It's right it's in the name. Stop. That's what they're talking about because the blade stops spinning quick. Right. Wow, it just clicked. All <laughs> stop. Wow, what a good name!
0: It's amazing. It's on brand. Yeah.
2: Well, cool. What else we gotta gotta discuss in this? Pod? I wanted to ask you about your uh, little table you made. Ah, hmm. yes, the patio table. So this was another one of table. my classic videos where it's. Sunday night at about eight o'clock, and I'm <laughs> I'm saying to myself, What am I gonna do this next week? And my wife had mentioned, because we have this back patio with no place to sit and eat at, that she'd really like to have a table out there. So I said, Hey, I bet I could do that pretty quick. So Monday I wasn't able to work on it. That's a whole nother story. My son got a go-kart, I had to put it together. But which I was to ask you about also. Tuesday, I went out there. I didn't get started working until noon, and I was completely done with it by ten thirty. So, wow. and I had to rebuild the entire apron twice. Right, well, <laughs> rebuild it once. So, it would, the I in been, the wrong spot would have been quicker. Yeah, but no, I mean, I just kind of made up the design as it went, but it worked really well. What? What? What did you use? I just went to Home Depot, which I'm always in all my other videos. I'm like, don't buy your wood at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to Home Depot and I just got cedar two by fours. Um, the legs were cedar four by fours. And then the top was their pre-milled cedar deck boards. So it's already got the oh. like um, radius profile on the, the round over profile on both sides. Right, right. Which I spaced them out with an eighth inch gap in between each board. So that rounded profile kind of looks nice. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I literally just screwed everything together. And I got to tell you, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> cra- I bet. It's crazy how quick you can build stuff when you're just screwing stuff together. Right. So, I mean, I Super used fast. stainless steel fasteners and everything, so it should be fine, but. Well, time will tell. Yeah. It was fun, and now we got a table on our back patio, and the video's out. I released it uh, at two o'clock, so it's it's up if you want to go watch it. And there are plans available for the table. Mm, oh, well. solid! So how how heavy is it? It's not terrible. I mean, I put two handles on the bottom so I could pick it up, and I can definitely like easily carry it from my back patio to the garage. I mean, obviously, it'd be easier with a second person, but carrying it by yourself and setting it up, it's not. It's more uh, yeah. awkward than it is heavy. I mean, cedar's pretty light. It's not green cedar. Mm. It's it's all dried. So right, right. Huh. Well, it's not too bad. And it's another nice. one of those things that I didn't finish. I'm just gonna let it do its thing yeah, out there. Let it's it weather, a, do its deal. Yeah.
0: Did so. you make it? Uh, the legs foldable on purpose? Like, are you gonna move it around or? It-
2: yeah, cause that patio it's not covered. It's got like a pergola thing above it, but it's just open. So I don't really want to leave it out there all winter long because it's just going to be soaking wet literally most of the year. So I wanted to make it in a way that I could store it in the garage and not have it take up too much room. So, yeah, I made the legs so they could fold in and then I could just put it up against the wall. And I thought it made it a little more interesting than just, you know,
0: just just a regular...
2: Regular table, but that kind of design evolved as I was doing it. My original thought was I'll just bolt these on, but they were a little too flimsy, so I switched out the regular um, carriage bolts for a threaded rod that goes all the way through from side to side. Oh, so that okay. made it made it a lot sturdier. So,
1: is that stainless right. steel rod or just regular galvanized?
2: Uh, I think it's just galvanized. They didn't have stainless steel at Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> So, freaking, I kind of was limited on b-bop. on what i could could find within the time constraints, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'll tell you this talking about lumber prices, if I would have built that table last year or the year before whenever before lumber prices went up, I probably would have spent maybe a hundred and seventy five bucks on lumber, yeah, mm. and we're talking, so I used i think in total three. Eight foot cedar two by fours, two cedar four by fours, and six cedar um, two by six decking, eight feet long, and it was four hundred and fifty bucks. Whoa. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah. So it kind of it's hard when you're doing this easy DIY patio table. That, cost that costs $450 <laughs> just, and that's not even including, you know, the threaded rod and fasteners. Yeah, and all the fasteners. Everything else. So.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. That doesn't, I mean, that almost doesn't make me want to do my next project, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is, is uh, I'm going to be doing two like uh, cedar potted plant planters for yeah. the front porch and mm-hmm. also my mailbox. Okay. I kind of alluded to my mailbox, I don't know, like probably two weeks or so ago in my stories, where I want to make it like a modern, um, modern looking mailbox. And I'm going to do all cedar and I'm going to burn it all. So Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll make it all black, char it up, and then shogiban. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm going to, yeah. Which, you know what? I I heard that it's actually not shoshugiban, it's something else that. It is the original name which I can't remember but we have like adopted this shoshugi ban as what it's <laughs> what it is but that's not correct. I oh. can't remember where I heard that but maybe it's anyways back to somebody somebody will let
1: us know probably in an Instagram ad Yeah. You've probably. been fooled for far too long <laughs> by the real Shoggy-Baggy-Doon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's well, what I'm going to be doing
0: next, and I'm going to be making them black. So,
1: Of uh, course. That's right in right. your alley.
0: But it's all going to be cedar, too, so I don't want to pay for... I mean, originally, I was like, okay, I could probably get away with $20 planters. Mm-hmm. I mean, from what you're saying now, it's probably going to be like $100 planters.
2: Yeah. that's yeah. It's not cheap. It's ridiculous. I mean, a two-by-four right now is like... Eight know, bucks. $7. 776, here I think they're I like am. yeah, like nine sixty five here. And oh, th- this is where gosh. they're flipping being cut and milled, like right down the street from me. So yeah. Right. So dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. It's annoying. But what are you what are you gonna do? Buy a cabin in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I actually build it up, I, build it I out just, of walnut. I've been a little distracted because while we've been talking, I got the text from my lender. He said, I'm good to go. So as soon as I get off the podcast here, I'm going to do it, guys. I'm going to make an offer on this cabin. Wow. That's crazy! I'll check in with with you guys next episode. You can find out if I got it or not.
0: Yeah. In fact, why don't you make the offer in the after show?
2: Um, Well, (laughs) I can't because I'm going to have to call the guy and... Okay, we can wait. We'll wait. Yeah, we'll do it live. <laughs> yeah, do it live. Well, I kind of also want to, I think I should probably just talk to my wife one more time before I
1: buy this cabin. Hey, it was so, her idea. It was, yeah, her, it was her idea. She said
2: she, said she wanted it. But yeah, uh, I mean, we have to We have to talk about what we're actually going to offer. Do we offer full price? I feel like in this you market, have you now, have right? to offer full price. I
1: thought, I Plus, I thought full, full price full isn't price. even going to get it. Plus $1. Ooh, $1. <laughs> $1, Bob.
2: <laughs> i've
0: heard of houses going for like 40 and dollars. No, i know that's asking. what's crazy
2: is yeah. the market's just insane i think this one's a little different because i don't think too many people are going to be buying this as like a yeah house i was just going to gonna say i'm sure they don't have a ton in. of
1: offers rolling yeah, in. yeah
2: i mean it's not like a family home that you know family's gonna buy so it's a little different but i don't know maybe we'll see all right, I'll yeah. just I'll just make an offer on a place in historically the worst time to buy a
1: house. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right, <laughs> awesome. But with that,
2: should we should we head over
1: to the after show? Let's yeah, do it. Let's uh, slide on over there. All right. Well,
2: thank you to all of our listeners. If you want to go listen to the after show, you go to patreon.com dot slash shop sounds podcast. You sign up any tier level, get you access to the after show. But if you want some of the other perks, like t-shirts, stickers, and your name infiltrated into a fun story from time to time on the podcast, then you got to do that top (laughs) tier, which we'd be very appreciative of.
1: Right. Right? And thank you to Bits and Bits for sponsoring this episode. Go to bitsbits.com and use the coupon code MORSELS15 to save 15% off your router and CNC bits that is right thank you thank you for that affirmation okay all right we will see you all
2: next time okay see ya I love you